Welcome to Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio, brought to you by Visit Anderson, South Carolina, home of beautiful Lake Hartwell. The Rapala family of fishing products, including VMC hooks and 13 fishing rods, reels, and more, and the Bass Angler Sportsman Society. Now, here's your host, lifetime BASS member, Tom Abraham. Welcome to this week's episode of Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio. I am Tom Abraham, your guide for the next hour as we feature the Bassmaster Elite Series and those looking to get into that exclusive group through the St. Croix Bassmaster Open Series and the up-and-comers on the Strike King Bassmaster College Series and the tens of thousands of Bass Nation anglers around the country competing on the local level, all with a chance to advance to the big leagues of professional fishing. The Bass Nation is at the grassroots of who we are. And for more information about how to become a member or to start a Bass Nation club, visit Bassmaster.com and click on the Nation tab. Now, the best way to communicate with the show is to visit our Facebook fan page at Facebook.com forward slash Bass or on Twitter at Bassmaster and use the hashtag Bass Radio. You can also listen to all the shows at Bassmaster.com forward slash radio or just hit the Anglers tab at Bassmaster.com and click on Bassmaster Radio. Our first cast segment of the show is brought to you by 13 Fishing and we have a great deal for you right now. The Gerald Swindle Design Meta Series Rods and Inception G2 Reels are available at 13fishing.com along with all their other great products and for a limited time you can get 20% off your entire order by using the discount code BASSRADIO20. That's BASSRADIO20 only at 13fishing.com Now I fish these rods and reels myself and could not be happier. Get 20% off with the code BASSRADIO20. Well, we got a busy show for you today. Big news coming out of Bass with the agreement that they made with One Bass Out West, and we're going to talk with Hank Weldon about that. He, of course, with Bass, and then also Clifford Perch, a stud fisherman from Out West and a Bassmaster Elite Series angler. But to get things started, we're going to talk to Mike Velster, the president of the Outdoor Brand Team. He works closely with AFCO, helped them extend this deal, and he joins us now in a VMC hook. Mike, welcome to the show. How are you? Hi, good morning. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate you joining us. And uh, let's just talk about this deal. I mean, it, 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 AFCO decided to go into this market. It's only been five or six years, I think, right, that they really jumped into the outdoor market and the fishing market and so on. And they have absolutely exploded. And a big part of it has been the deal that they have had with, with Bassmaster and the sponsorship of uh, tournaments and, and uh, you know, and all the on-air uh, personnel and everything else. Absolutely. Yeah, 2018 was AFCO's really big push year into freshwater. They had always been a big stalwart in the saltwater market, and they wanted to expand their business into freshwater. So 2018 was the big breakout year for that and really entered the bat, uh, into the bass market. And obviously a big part of that was, you know, partnership with Bassmaster, having a number of uh, pros on the Elite Series, but also a number of programs on the conservation side, on the clothing side, on staff. Just a lot of different uh, programs with Bassmaster at a whole bunch of different levels uh, just to try to educate consumers and anglers and fishermen uh, about what AFCO was. And, you know, Bass has so many great anglers and fishermen just really trying to expose the brand to them for, you know, uh, AFCO had been around a long time, but a lot of bass anglers weren't familiar with it at that time. Yeah, no, not at all. And uh, and it is amazing gear. You know, sometimes you see a company that just is about more about the sizzle than the steak. But with AFCO, I know I have a, I have a, a, a bunch of gear that's been sent to me from, you know, from Bassmaster that's all uh, labeled gear and so on. I got the new Reaper sweatshirt, which is really cool, the vests and, and so on. The product, it seems like it, it all starts with the product. They make a great, great product. Yeah, they do. They've got a great design team. You know, the, the foundation of the company is fishing, so everyone fishes. Uh, they, all the reps fish, the salespeople fish. They get a lot of feedback from pro staff. The design team does a great job, takes all that information, and really tries to figure out how to make things better and to make anglers more comfortable, whether that's stay warmer, whether that's to stay cooler, and particularly stay dry in a lot of cases and so they take all that feedback and really focus on making better gear they've got a long history of clothing and so really how to fine-tune that to the freshwater market and make it really specialized and and make gear that people are really going to be happy to wear be comfortable they can sometimes wear it out for dinner but they can also wear fishing a lot of those type things a lot of crossover as well and they just have a really dedicated team that just they spend Day, every day working on making clothing better instead of just going to a factory and saying 
hey, just what do you have? They really go with a plan, purpose-driven. Everything's designed by anglers for anglers and really, you know, fine-tuning that and making sure it fits, testing it, uh, having the pro staff guys wear it, test it. You know, right now there's products our pros are testing and wearing for, you know, 18 to 24 months away. So it's a continuous process that never stops and even things, you know, that have been really successful, like the Reaper, they continuously look for how can they improve it? How can they tweak it a little bit? How can they make the fabric a little bit better or make the fit a little bit better? So it's just a continuous evolution, but it, it comes from the commitment AFCO's made to having a staff in place that works uh, very extensively on fabric, on fit, on features, and just all the little design elements that go into it. And that's a huge commitment that a lot of companies aren't willing to make. And the Shed family has always done that. And it really shows up in the in the final product and why anglers like them so much. Mike Valster with us. He's the president of Outdoor Brand Team, works with AFCO on their marketing. Yeah, yeah, fishermen, you, for fishermen, by fishermen. And, and you're a fisherman as well. I mean, I'm looking at a profile picture of you holding up. It looked like about an eight or nine pounder there. So it's not like a, it's not like you haven't been out there and grabbed one by the lip once a, once in a while yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody at AFCO loves to fish. You know, they've got a lot of heritage in, in saltwater, but they love the bass fish too. And as they've grown in the freshwater fishing, we've got walleye guys involved now, crappie guys, really trout guys, uh, all the way back to the saltwater roots. So really try to cover all the bases and, and get a lot of feedback from fishermen. And a lot of that feedback comes from professional anglers and field staff guys, but also people that work at AFCO. Uh, we have a sales meeting every year that involves fishing. So really, really f- uh, focused on fishing at all levels. Absolutely. Your, your, your pro staff guys are very committed as well to AFCO. I, I love the commercial, by the way. Was that you that did the commercial? Who did the, who did the storyboard uh, for that commercial? And Mercer is so, you know, Dave Mercer, good friend. Mercer is so emphatic about AFCO. <laughs> you know, and it's, uh, but yeah, that, was a, that was a great spot. Yeah. Yeah, Mercer. The credit goes to Dave Mercer. Uh, you know, Matt Florentino, the marketing director at AFCO, certainly helps a ton too, but Dave kind of had the vision for that and uh, did a great job with it and really was the center point of filming it in conjunction with Matt, and it really turned out very, very well. And we've used several of his commercials. He does a great job. He's a yeah. big proponent of the brand and what the brand stands for, and uh, he's really, really been a huge asset there with uh, help with the commercials and just trying to represent what AFCO stands for and what it brings you know, into the fishing industry and into into the bass fishing industry. And and I know Jason Christie is another one that's very very committed to the product. And and uh, I know there was uh, at one point in time we were going to do a championship T-shirt for him for one of his wins, and he's like, "Yeah, it's got to be on AFCO product. That's the only thing. It's got to be on an AFCO product. It can't just be on anything." And he was so committed to it. It's if it wasn't AFCO, I'm not wearing it. And, and you just love that when when your pro staff guys are like that. Absolutely. If if you see those guys just out and about, they're you know they're wearing AFCO. They go out for dinner. They wear AFCO. A lot of them have been hunting a lot this fall, and in some cases, they're wearing a lot of AFCO. You know, we're not a hunting company. The focus is really on fishing. We do have a few products that cross over, but yeah, those guys, Jason Christie, Gerald Swindle, a lot of those guys are just. They're in AFCO all the time. Drew Cook, Wes Logan. You know, you got Clifford Perch on your show today. Yeah. He's he's outdoors a lot, and they like the product because it's comfortable. They can wear it outside, and yeah, they're big believers in it. And they, it's it's the majority of their wardrobe is AFCO. So we really appreciate that, and uh, I think it's a really good testament to the brand that they just wear it all the time. Uh, AFCO also taking the, the title sponsorship of the Bassmaster Elite at Lake Four coming up uh, February 29th through March 3rd. And, uh, you know, that is just going to be an absolute big fish beat down. There's going to be another century belt or three uh, probably caught there. And uh, that's just a great tournament early in the season to attach the AFCO name to as well. Yeah, absolutely. We've, the last couple of years, we've partnered with uh, Bassmaster on an event and a lot of those have been in Florida. We, we also did a, an event in Michigan last year, but uh, Texas obviously is a big fishing state. We wanted to take advantage of that uh, to be involved in a Texas event. So we're excited about Lake Fork and think it's going to be a great opportunity. Now, you, you at, at, at Outdoor Brand Team, you guys obviously working very close with AFCO, but you're also working with a, another friend of the show with, uh, with, uh, um, you know, with Missile Bates and, and uh, John Cruz and his outfit. And what a great company they've been in the growth that they've had over 11 or 12 years has been amazing but but you guys are out there helping companies like that as well uh, expand their brand yeah absolutely john's been uh 
a great partner. The last we started working with him earlier this year. He's, I've known him for a long time and I've got some sponsor relationships with him with some of our other brands. So I've had a great working relationship with him for a very long time and that's worked out real well so far as well and look to continue growing on both sides with uh, Missile Bait. And then you yourself, you're on the Bass Fishing Hall of Fame Board of Directors. Uh, and, uh, you know, that's got to be, that's that's a pretty honorable thing to be a part of. And that's something that's become very, very important to the industry. Yeah, it's been a great honor for me to be involved with the Bass Fishing Hall of Fame. I'm one of the newer members. I just joined uh, two years ago. Mm-hmm. But to see the progress that they've made, Barbara, Barbara Bowman, John Mazurkowitz, uh, all the people that are in the leadership roles at the Bass Fishing Hall of Fame, they've really done a great job. And the board is, is, has a very robust group of people, very well connected in the industry, bring a lot of resources and help, and, and really try to further the message of the Bass Fishing Hall of Fame at a lot of different levels. And uh, we've really done a lot of things, you know, the outreach. Uh, we've got grant programs going now. And uh, it really, really made a huge difference with the Bass Fishing Hall of Fame and really honored and proud to be a part of that and hope to see it continue to grow as well. Uh, No, there's no doubt that it will. Mike Volstar has been our guest. Mike, tremendous work that you're doing in the industry, not just with AFCO, but everything that you're involved in is uh, it's really something. And uh, I appreciate you taking the time to join us today. Thank you, Tom. I really appreciate it and look forward to a great season with AFCO and Bassmaster again in 2024. No doubt about it. That's Mike Velstar. And uh, let me tell you something, and I said it, man, the product. It's all about the product at the end of the day. I wear a ton of the AFCO stuff, uh, and it is, uh, it's amazing stuff. It really is great gear. All right, we're going to get a break in here. We'll come back with Hank Weldon and some exciting news next on Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio, the Bassmaster Radio Network. At Phoenix Boats, everyone has a passion for bass fishing. From the founder and elite series pro Gary Klaus down to the guy who affixes the final decal. Gary says this passion has shaped our lives and it has brought about many of the fishing features that you see on the Phoenix today. Our goal is to make every boat that goes out the door the best fishing platform it can be in both design and construction for our customers. When I toured the plant it was clear that Phoenix uses only the highest quality materials and that the craftsmanship was second to none. I'm Tom Abraham and I too run a Phoenix boat and am extremely proud to carry the Phoenix logo on my gear. I've known Gary Klaus since he started the company and what he, Teresa Johnson, and the rest of the team at Phoenix Boats have created is truly remarkable. The highest quality boats built by anglers for anglers. This isn't just a saying, it's a passion at Phoenix. View the entire lineup at phoenixboats.com and get started on yours today. Take it from me, it's time to experience the Phoenix difference. Five fish for 22 pounds even! Becoming a two-time Bassmaster Angler of the Year! Hi, I'm Gerald Swindle, Bassmaster member. I don't care if I'm in California, Oregon, or France. If I see a bass sticker in a window of a truck or a car, I got something in common with that person. Why don't you come join me and you be a member? Get these free gifts when you join today, a $50 value. Go to Bassmaster.com slash join and become a member of America's leading bass fishing organization. Hey gang, Tom Abraham here for my friends at 13 Fishing. I can't tell you how excited I was to learn that two-time Bassmaster Angler of the Year, Gerald Swindle, had teamed up with the crew at 13 Fishing to build the ultimate rod and reel series that combines quality with a price point that works for all. The result is the metal line of rods and the Inception G2 line of reels designed to the exacting standards of the G-Man. This is the same gear Gerald bagged over 100 pounds of fish with at Lake Fork last season. Look for them this spring. The 2024 St. Croix Bassmaster Open Series is set to be the biggest ever. From increased payouts for the pros to Bassmaster Live coverage of Championship Saturday for all nine events, the 2024 season promises to be great. The top nine EQ anglers will once again punch their ticket to the Elite Series, and event winners earn a berth in the 2025 Academy Sports and Outdoors Bassmaster Classic, providing they fish to three events in a given division. And for co-anglers, this is the best value in all of fishing. $475 to fish two days with a pro, and you are competing only against other co-anglers for a tremendous prize purse as well. Registration is now open, but you have to act fast to get your spot locked in. This year's schedule will take anglers from Florida to Minnesota and many great destinations in between. Plus, the off-limits restriction has been reduced to two weeks, so you don't have to lose much time on your home waters. For more information on the St. Croix Bassmaster open schedule and registration, plus payouts and other key information, just visit Bassmaster.com and click on the tournament tab and then select opens. See you on the water. Welcome back to Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio. Now, here's your host, 
Tom Abraham. And welcome back to Phoenix Sports Bassmaster Radio. Some big, exciting news. I told you about it in the open, but some exciting news came out this past week about an opportunity to really draw the West, you know, and back in kind of to, to bass through the one bass tour out there and how it's going to feed into the nation championship and so on. And uh, it's a little bit complicated, but it's not bad. And I know we got a lot of affiliates out West as well. So a lot of folks out there interested in this whole thing and who better to talk about it than Hank Weldon. He joins us from Bass. And of course, he's the Opens Director, but he's got a feels like he's got his fingers kind of into everything and uh, and that's a good thing uh with hank weldon for sure How, hank welcome back to the show hank you're almost like my co-host now everything i gotta go you're become my go-to guy i'll just come on yeah. give me a segment every week just that's fine. Do the show with me. <laughs> let's talk about this thing one bass um you know t- tell people what one bass is and how this came about to where you know it's going to be affiliated now with the with the bass nation and the path to the classic really yeah, I mean, you know, if, if you've been around fishing, you know one bass. You know, it's yeah. awesome. They've got the U.S. Open, have had it for for many years, and uh, I mean, it's just a, a great group. And when you're right, and Billy Egan, they just do a fantastic job, and uh, just wrapped up an awesome uh, U.S. Open here. Uh, I think what was it a couple weeks ago? Mm-hmm. And, uh, Kyle Grover won. It's cool, but so. This is all a part of the the tournament format reshape of the nation, and and it, the the term we've used internally is it's a modification, right? It's it's a uh, it's a it's a design to preserve the design we have with the nation, but to also capture um, anglers that haven't been traditional nation anglers for years, meaning the the college anglers coming out of college and the young professionals and uh, and that's that's what we're doing here with Juan Bass we partnered with them um and uh it's designed to uh uh attract to the west coast anglers and when we say west I mean we're talking really is a huge geographical area you know mm-hmm. you're you New Mexico all the way up to Montana all the way over to California right and that's that's where Billy and their whole crew go they go to Shasta Clear Lake Havasu Mead and uh, and then the the U.S. Open at at Mojave, and 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 what you're gonna be able to do now is if you're a, a Bass Nation member out there in those states and you fish in one or all five of those, you've got a chance to punch your ticket to the Bass Nation Championship. You got to be a Bass Nation member, active member before you start the tournament, and if you're inside the top five in any of those or top five AOI, you punch your ticket to the Bassmaster Na- uh, Nation Championship. Um, this would be for 2025. That is mm-hmm. the one confusing thing. Um, but there, the, the 2024 events are what you're fishing in, but you're, you're qualifying for the 25 nation championship, which would be in the fall of 25. Um, so really cool. And we've got some open EQ, uh, spots up for grabs too. Um, so, uh, we're really excited, and uh, it's it's uh, a lot more opportunities for those Western Nation anglers. Uh, one stands for Western Outdoor News, which is a, a long-time uh, operation out there in the Western bass fishing scene. And I know that, you know, I've already heard and seen social media posts by people like Chris Zeldane and Ish Monroe and other guys that are, come out of California um, and come out of that part of the country that, that this is a great, great opportunity for those guys because not only is there great fisheries out there, but there are some really tremendous anglers out there, and it's it's not always practical for bass to to take you know uh, you know their 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 elite series and things like that out there. It's a it's a long haul with those boats and so on. But um, this is just a great opportunity to kind of gather up all of those fishermen, almost like a Western division, if you will, and 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 give them an opportunity to uh, to work their way through and into and into the nation into the nation championship. It's it's outstanding. Oh yeah, I mean, like you said, I mean, we the list goes on and on, really, with with West Coast anglers who have you know done well back east, as as Zaldane would call it. But, yeah. You know, Aaron Martin's, like, you know, what the great Aaron Martin's yeah, was a California Mark, boy. Yeah, James Nigemeyer. People forget they think he's a Texan, but he's a Californian for years. You right. know, we've got Andrew Loberg, who is a former college angler at Chico State. He's an EQ angler next year, you know, but he's he's come out of California. I mean the list goes on and on. We sit here and try to name anglers. You know how that goes. We're gonna we're gonna certainly forget some t- folks. But uh yeah, and and a, a lot of them will tell you that Juan Bass was the trail they fished 
and the U.S. Open. I mean, how many elite anglers do we have go back to that oh, yeah. U.S. Open um, every year? You know, to fish it, they don't miss it. Um, so uh, you know, it's it's a uh, it's a great group. We're excited, Billy Egan. They they've done a great job. You know, making sure all our our eyes are dotted and T's crossed um, leading up to this. And uh, it, it's not and it's not going to be everybody's got to go fish Lake Havasu. We, we're 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 piecing it out you can go fish shasta shasta's closer to you or clear lake you know i know those are in the same state but they're miles away from each other havasu mead or mojave it's it's a lot of different options for those west coast anglers and and uh you know it's gonna it's gonna cater to the existing nation member and then hopefully bring some new folks into the bass nation yeah you know i mean then technically they punched their ticket to the Bass Nation Championship, they are three days away from a spot at the Bassmaster Classic. So that's all up for grabs now. Exactly, exactly. And, of course, the nation is a, is, is an entree level to the uh, to the elites as well. And as you said, uh, it looks like there are going to be five anglers that are going to get an opportunity also to join the 2025 St. Croix Bassmaster Opens in the EQ uh, spot as well. Um, so that's the top five pros in the 2024 One Bass Angler of the Year standing. So their standings leads right to the EQs, and the EQs is what leads you to the, to the elites. So it, it, it all just ties together, uh, Hank. The roots of the tree are getting are spreading out, Tom. We're excited for it. You know, I mean, there's – I don't want to call it a long-term vision, but there's always been a vision to, you know, just to continue to bridge the, the gaps of, of where we were missing, uh, you know, anglers and giving them opportunities and is it perfect no but it's it's getting more to where the long-term vision is and and being a uh you know a a truly structured sports league right and mm-hmm. you know that's what we we joked about it today uh on the heels of the announcement it's like we we created these gaps with adding our college and high school series because before, if you want to get into Bassmaster tournament, you just signed up if you were of age. Yeah. But the the opportunities of college and high school, what it created, it kind of created this age gap purgatory from college to to young professional to when you're ready to get into the opens. And we didn't really have that platform outside. The nation's always been there, right? But this was it didn't necessarily cater to all the anglers like well, we think this new format's going to. Um, and uh, and so now that's once you finish that, you jump right in there and, and true to the bass name, no matter what platform you're fishing um, from college up, you've got a shot at the Bassmaster Classic and to the Elite Series, which is really cool to me. Very, very cool. And, of course, speaking of the nation, these nation regional events, uh, four regional events where where guys have an opportunity to make it to the nation championship without uh, necessarily going through their club. They don't have the opportunity to fish as many of the club events and whatnot. Um, There'll be four regional nation events, uh, which is really cool as well. And the top 20 out of that, boom, go right to the 20, uh, what would be the 2025 uh, nation championship, or 2024 nation championship, really. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, yeah staying with those with those different years. But, yeah, that was the idea was, you know, to preserve the club structure. But then what we also do, there are multiple ways to get to the national championship. You can fish in your state, in your clubs, and every state is now allotted – national championship bursts and that's all predicated on the membership they have in their state so the more members they have the more bursts they have directly to the national championship in addition to that though when we were talking about those anglers that aren't maybe necessarily the club format isn't cut out for them they can simply join an at-large club and you have to join the the state where you get your mail you know so um you live in alabama you got to join the alabama at large and then you're linked to that qualifier there's a qualifier on lake you follow this year so that would be your qualifier and those are going to be 250 boat tournaments and you can sign up getting one of those top 20 boom straight to the bass nation national championship of course have to be you know you got to be active and in good standing but that's also open to club members too um if a club member wants to jump in that they don't do well in their state and they want to go get in a qualifier they want to fish in all four if there's if there's a if there's a spot available for them so if you're following along, used to the old format was you had to fish in your state, you had to make a 20-person team and go to a locked regional. That was your only way in. Now there's multiple ways to get to that national championship. And again, where you've got three Bassmaster Classic spots on the line mm. and and a Bassmaster Elite Series berth. Not to mention that's entry fee free. 
I think it's over $200,000 in cash and prizes awarded at that national championship. You're going to win money at the qualifiers. It's a $400 uh, boater side entry, $200 co-angler entry. Um, registration opens up next week, so I'm glad we're doing this now. We've got yeah. all the info on Bassmaster.com Nation tab. Click on that. It tells you everything. We've got a nice little video for you that explains everything, so hopefully answers all your questions. But you uh, We're excited. This is one of the grassroots initiatives we've had for about a year and a half now in the works. Love it. Absolutely great. Hank Weldon has been our guest. Hank, I appreciate you. I'll come up with a reason to call you again in a couple of weeks, and we'll get you on the show. So, <laughs> Sounds good, Tom. I man, appreciate it. Thank you. That's Hank Weldon does a tremendous job. I mean, he does a tremendous job. Wearing a lot of hats over there at Bass. All right, we'll get a break in here. We'll come back with more right after this. This is Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio on the Bassmaster Radio Network. Rapala is one of the most respected names in all of the fishing industry. The finest balsa wood baits with the best action. The DT Series, the Brat Square Bells and the Shad Wrap are all legendary. But did you know that Rapala also makes high quality rain gear and every kind of fishing accessory you can imagine? Plus, under the Rapala family of brands, you'll find VMC hooks and terminal tackle, suffix mono, fluoro, and braided lines, Terminator spinner baits, jigs, and frogs, plus the Storm Arashi line of baits. Learn more at Rapala.com. That's Rapala.com and start catching more fish. Tom Abraham here for my friend Brian Hamaker and his team at North Alabama Mortgage. Look, buying a home is the biggest purchase you will make in your life life and it can be a bit intimidating so you want people that can help walk you through the mortgage process and get you the best deal possible that's what north alabama mortgage does and they do it in alabama tennessee and florida from first-time purchases to refis conventional va fha and usda loans they have the solution at north alabama mortgage visit northalabamamortgage.com to learn more that's northalabamamortgage.com there's so much to do see and experience in anderson south carolina plan your next outdoor adventure with a visit to lake hartwell boating fishing hike and bike the nearby trails experience some history and after enjoy the numerous restaurants shops and experiences anderson has to offer visit green pond landing right there on lake hartwell perfect launch point for pleasure boating fishing kayaking or just a nice walk beside the water come see why anderson is called south carolina's bright spot check it out at visitanderson.com. that's visitanderson.com. John Cruz and Missile Baits have done it again. This time they have teamed with Hog Farmer Baits to bring you the Spunk Shad. This bait can be fished like a swim bait or as a trailer on your favorite bladed jig. And now they are available from Missile Baits. Also new this year is the Magic Worm, which did some serious damage on tour last year. They could just call that one the Moneymaker. Missile Baits is also home to the classic D-Bomb, the Baby D-Bomb, the Quiver Worm, and one of my favorites, the Destroyer and Baby Destroyer. Go to MissileBaits.store to learn more. That's Missile Baits. Welcome back to Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio. Now, here's your host, Tom Abraham. And welcome back to Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio. And uh, now time for our, our feature interview with the Phoenix guy, speaking of which. He's a Phoenix Phoenix guy. He's one of those guys. Phoenix rods, Phoenix boats. But uh, Clifford Perch, you know, uh, we just got done talking to... Hank Weldon about uh, adding the one bass series as a as a feeder into bass and tying that in with the uh, with the elites and the opens and EQs and all of that kind of good stuff and uh, and this just makes so much sense and when I thought about it I thought wait I got to talk to Clifford Perch about this because from an angling standpoint he could tell us not only about these bodies of water but he's a three time winner of the U.S. Open out there which is their premier tournament and so he joins us now on the VMC hook. Clifford, welcome back to the show. How are you? Oh, good. Thanks, Tom. I appreciate it. It's good to be on with you today. Uh, before we get to the big news, uh, let's talk Let's just a little bit about your season. Finished 48th in the points this year, so just about smack dab in the middle of the mix here outside of the classic. So um, I, I would I would suppose that that's kind of the barometer for you guys, right? I mean, it's just whether or not it's a, a good season, a great season. I mean, it's not a terrible season. You're in the middle of the pack, but that uh, missing the classic, I would imagine, puts it somewhere between good and great. Yeah, you know, it was disappointing to finish there. I, I actually had a pretty decent season uh, overall, mm-hmm. uh, but when I went when I went to New York at the end of the season, um, I was actually within reach of the top ten in the points. Yeah, I think I was uh, maybe you know eighteen, nineteen, right in there, and uh, just had a real bomb, and you know didn't do well at Champlain, but had a super bomb at at uh, St. Lawrence, and 
and uh, fell like a rock. You know, it's just one of those things where the margins are so tight these days, you can't afford to have a, you know, a no points event. And uh, basically, that's what I did in the last one. And, you know, I just fell too far. So, you know, overall, the whole year was really, really pretty decent. I had had a lot of decent events, no, no home runs, but just, you know, really, really fishing okay. And, yeah. And uh, right up to the, the New York uh, ending and, and uh, fell apart on me. So it was disappointing. You know, you never want to miss the Bassmaster Classic. I especially was kind of thinking that Grand Lake is, is something that could maybe fit into my game as, as, as being a, a, you know, just a strong competitor in that event. So it was disappointing. You're always shooting for that. But, uh, you know, I'll start the process over here soon and, and uh, try to get back in there. The Golden Ram, Clifford Perch with us here. And, uh, yeah, 15th at Santee Cooper, 12th at the Sabine River. And, yeah, so you're just rolling along famously until until you run into New York. Was that a surprise for you? I mean, for you at the at the Thousand Islands, you know, I think of the versatility of you. I, I think about how you, you know, uh, you do drop shotting and things like that. Uh, did it surprise you that you struggled at the St. Lawrence? I didn't go back and look at all your history uh, there. But, uh, you know, I know it surprised me to see Clifford Perch struggling at the St. Lawrence River. Yeah, you know, like I said, I just had a tragic day one. You can't you can't miss a, a single day when you go up north. The second day I caught like 22-something 22, 22 and, you know, did just fine. But the first day I just had a real tragic uh, you cannot stumble up north and, and you can't come back in, in that event. So uh, that, that's basically what did it. I had a bad day one and, and it swamped the whole thing for me. Yeah. Usually, you know, I, I've had some great events there and I really enjoy fishing up north. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I can't explain what happened, but it was, it was bad. How do you like the way this uh, 2024 season shakes out? I mean, you start out with the two in Texas and there's, there's really a nice – kind of rhythm to it it seems like uh you know then you, you get to two in florida and uh you got two in alabama and uh you know, and then you finish with the two up north of course you have santee cooper in the middle of all of that or check that lake murray murray in the middle of all of that but um what's your thoughts on the way this schedule sets up for you well you know i it's 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 going to be fun i think there's some neat events and uh you know i, I it's mostly places I've been before and, and, uh, you know, I never know. I, I just look forward to being able to go fishing and, and hopefully make some big events. Uh, it'll be a little bit different. Obviously you starting in, in Texas instead of Florida and, uh, you know, depending on what kind of winter they have or, or what kind of weather's going on at the time, that can, that could mean a whole lot of things there. So, uh, you know, we'll just see how it goes, but I'm looking forward to it and hopefully, hopefully put a good year together. Yeah, well, that always is the expectation for Clifford Perch. And, uh, of course, you've been running it with Phoenix now for a few years. Uh, you run it with a Suzuki on the back. But that uh, that Phoenix, you know, um, it, it's amazing. I look at the new guys that are coming into the Elite Series. I think there will be 25 or 26 guys running Phoenix. Uh, more than a quarter of the field will be running Phoenix this upcoming year. And um, it, it's just whether it's a PHX like what I run or, or, or the Elite that you run, the 921 elite that you run it's just an incredible uh, platform for fishing and uh and maybe even more importantly a great big water boat um for for those times you do run into that heavy water yeah you know i feel like i couldn't be luckier i feel like it's a total blessing that i can run a phoenix and a suzuki um there's a lot of great boats out there but everybody wants to be in a phoenix and and uh um you know, it just, it kind of worked out maybe seven or eight years ago that I was able to do that. And, uh, uh, you know, Phoenix is a boat that's, it, it's not only a good rough water, big water boat, it's, it's good shallow. Uh, it's, it's fast. It's got excellent organization and, and space. Just everything about it, uh, works well for tournament fishermen. And, and, you know, that's kind of why it's, it's uh has such a high demand and so many folks want to be fishing in it and and like i said i i don't think i could be any luckier um i i'm really thankful to be running it and and, uh you know you don't cringe when you go get in that rough water anymore it's it's, the longer you're in your career the the less you want to beat (laughs) your body up to be able to make it a long time you know and and 
and again, you know, the ride is just amazing and, and it doesn't sacrifice speed or, or anything else. You know, it's just, it's a fantastic boat and, uh, um, I couldn't be more thankful. And then I'm running the Suzuki, you know, and they're killing the saltwater market and the guys in the freshwater are starting to figure out that, uh, the level of reliability that they have is, is just incredible. So, uh, um, I think I've been running it about the same time frame as a Phoenix, you know, six, seven, eight years, I think. And I haven't had a single mechanical issue, uh, one single time on tour. And, and, uh, you know, I've, I've hit a couple lower units where I hit a stump and, yeah. you know, that was my fault, but mechanically I've never had a single problem. So it's, it says a lot about the reliability and, uh, just how good a motor it is. So, uh, yeah, really, really a great setup and, and, uh, you know, I shouldn't have any excuses for <laughs> for not doing good. <laughs> I don't uh, think the that equipment that, that uh, yeah. I, I get to use, the folks that surround me, I'm 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 as lucky as I I could be. I don't uh, I I can't recall the outboard that they made yet will handle a stump. <laughs> I mean, I mean if that that that's yeah, uh, yeah. That, that's uh, that's a little bit different animal. I, I think you were. I mean, were you the first guy, or you you must have been one of the very early Suzuki guys? Because I know in my head when I think of Clifford Perch, I think of that Suzuki, and um, you know, and now more and more guys are are running them as you as you pointed out, but. You know, it seems to me that you were one of the very, very first guys to hang a Suzuki on the back of your boat. Well, yeah, uh, Card Brandon Card was was ahead of Chad and I. Okay. Chad and I came yeah. on the next year, I think, and and uh, you know they they they're both still running them too, and and so uh, you know the team's growing. I I think there's three or four more elite guys this year, and I know some other guys on the other tours are adding. Uh, running them and and so uh it's growing pretty fast you know it takes a long time to kind of break into that freshwater market people are used to doing what they do and comfortable with what they've got but um you know the more people know about it and uh it's really growing it's really taking off and and i think we we're going to see a lot more expansion on that for too long yeah, no doubt. Uh, Clifford Perch uh, with us here. And then, you, of course, you run those Phoenix rods, too, which is always a little confusing uh, to some people. They see the Phoenix and the Phoenix, and they're like, wait a minute, they're spelled differently. I assume they're said the same way, but, uh, you know, that's uh, that, did, did that happen by coincidence, or, or was that a plan? Well, it worked out. You know, if, <laughs> if, if uh, it, it worked out. It worked out. I'm, I'm Like I said, I'm thankful. I feel like I'm using some of the best equipment I could possibly use phoenix rods is right there Mm -hmm. i i I don't think i could using a better rod and uh it it just made it a little bit easier to be able to say both and talk about both uh even though they're spelled a little differently but uh uh yeah that it was i suppose it it just came to be by accident but it it uh i i couldn't have uh, scripted it any better yeah, there's no doubt about it. Clifford Perch uh, is our guest. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, big news earlier this week. We talked about it uh, with uh, Hank Baldwin just a moment ago, but uh, One Bass uh, from 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 out west, um, they have announced a partnership now with Bassmaster with incentives uh, for to to get guys in along with the not only their own 2024 Open tournaments, but uh, as a, an entree into bass as well. And we're going to talk about that with Clifford Perch next. This is Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio on the Bassmaster Radio Network. At Phoenix Boats, everyone has a passion for bass fishing. From the founder and Elite Series Pro Gary Klaus down to the guy who affixes the final decal. Gary says, this passion has shaped our lives and it has brought about many of the fishing features that you see on the Phoenix today. Our goal is to make every boat that goes out the door the best fishing platform it can be in both design and construction for our customers. When I toured the plant, it was clear that Phoenix uses only the highest quality materials and that the craftsmanship was second to none. I'm Tom Abraham, and I too run a Phoenix boat and am extremely proud to carry the Phoenix logo on my gear. I've known Gary Klaus since he started the company, and what he, Teresa Johnson, and the rest of the team at Phoenix Boats have created is truly remarkable. The highest quality boats, built by anglers for anglers. This isn't just a saying, it's a passion at Phoenix. View the entire lineup at phoenixboats.com and get started on yours today. Take it from me, it's time to experience the Phoenix difference. 
Hey gang, Tom Abraham here for my friends at 13 Fishing. I can't tell you how excited I was to learn that two-time Bassmaster Angler of the Year, Gerald Swindle, had teamed up with the crew at 13 Fishing to build the ultimate rod and reel series that combines quality with a price point that works for all. The result is the metal line of rods and the Inception G2 line of reels designed to the exacting standards of the G-Man. This is the same gear Gerald bagged over 100 pounds of fish with at Lake Fork last season. Look for them this spring. John Cruz and Missile Baits have done it again. This time they have teamed with Hog Farmer Baits to bring you the Spunk Shad. This bait can be fished like a swim bait or as a trailer on your favorite bladed jig. And now they are available from Missile Baits. Also new this year is the Magic Worm, which did some serious damage on tour last year. They could just call that one the Moneymaker. Missile Baits is also home to the classic D-Bomb, the Baby D-Bomb, the Quiver Worm, and one of my favorites, the Destroyer and Baby Destroyer. Go to MissileBaits.store to learn more. That's MissileBaits.store. Store. Tom Abraham here from my friend Brian Hamaker and his team at North Alabama Mortgage. Look, buying a home is the biggest purchase you will make in your life, and it can be a bit intimidating, so you want people that can help walk you through the mortgage process and get you the best deal possible. That's what North Alabama Mortgage does, and they do it in Alabama, Tennessee, and Florida, from first-time purchases to refis, conventional, VA, FHA, and USDA loans. They have the solution at North Alabama Mortgage. Visit NorthAlabamaMortgage.com to learn more. That's North Alabama alabamamortgage.com. There's so much to do, see, and experience in Anderson, South Carolina. Plan your next outdoor adventure with a visit to Lake Hartwell. Boating, fishing, hike and bike the nearby trails. Experience some history and after, enjoy the numerous restaurants, shops, and experiences Anderson has to offer. Visit Green Pond Landing right there on Lake Hartwell. Perfect launch point for pleasure boating, fishing, kayaking, or just a nice walk beside the water. Come see why Anderson is called South Carolina's Bright Spot. Check it out at visitanderson.com. That's visitanderson.com. Rapala is one of the most respected names in all of the fishing industry. The finest balsa wood baits with the best action, the DT series, the Brat Square Bells, and the Shad Wrap are all legendary. But did you know that Rapala also makes high-quality rain gear and every kind of fishing accessory you can imagine? Plus, under the Rapala family of brands, you'll find VMC hooks and terminal tackle, suffix mono, fluoro, and braided lines, terminator spinnerbaits, jigs, and frogs, plus the Storm Arashi line of baits. Learn more at Rapala.com. That's Rapala.com. And start catching more fish. Welcome back to Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio. Now, here's your host, Tom Abraham. And welcome back, Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio. We're visiting with Phoenix Pro Clifford Perch, who uh, joins us to talk a little bit more now about what is going on with uh, One Bass. One stands for Western Outdoor News, okay? So that's where that name comes from. But they've been around for a minute now. They've been doing this for a while. And Clifford Perch has been a big part of what they do because he's won three of the U.S. Opens that uh, they have run in the past. And now they have an opportunity through the One Bass uh, Series out west to get entree into the uh, into the uh, nation championships as well, as we discussed with Hank. And, uh, and Cliff, this is a, Clifford, this is a great, great opportunity for Western anglers. So many guys that are out there. That, that can't make that long trip to the southeast or to the to the northeast or whatever to fish in opens and so on, for them to have this opportunity and a direct entree into the nation championship, this is a great, great chance for these guys. Yeah, I, I was uh, shocked when I saw that come out, and, and uh, what a neat opportunity for Western guys. You know, there's some fantastic fishermen and, and lots of full-time guys that this is what they do, but but, uh, you know, they're just based in the West, and it's a long ways from, from those opens and a long ways from everything else that goes on. So, like you said, they, they just, uh, you know, they're not part of, of that series out East, but, but it gives them an opportunity to, to uh, make that nation championship. And, in the, in, in, you know, overall, you, I think you can get into the Bassmaster Classic yeah. for that, right? There's yeah. maybe three spots that- so I, I would expect to see some of those Western guys take a few of those spots. And, and uh, yeah, a neat opportunity. One bass has been uh, strong, you know, my entire life out here. That's a, the U.S. Open is something that you look up to as a Western guy coming up. That that's, that's one of those things that, that uh, is really a, a special event. Everybody wants to be a winner of that event. And, and, you know, it's a lot like the Bassmaster Classic. When you come from the West, you know, it's the big Super Bowl of, of Western fishing and, and uh, you know, one of the original big money events too in, in all of fishing. So uh, 
kind of a neat deal. And, and Billy Egan, the tournament director, he's really kind of uh, grown the, the following, you know, the last 10 years or so that he's been a part of it. Uh, you know, he's probably been around 10 or 12, 14, something like that. But but really, really a good guy to, to uh, grow the numbers and, and uh, bring lots of people on board uh, to fish that event. So, yeah, uh, that's an exciting and you know, anytime guys can get an extra opportunity that way, um, you know, it, it's, it's really neat. So, um, we've just got to figure out how to, uh, get that elite series to turn back West. Um, <laughs> how are we going to do this may be this may be an entree to that you know who knows i mean they certainly have had yeah. uh, in the past they had those tournaments out there in california and clear lake and so on and it's just uh it's yeah. just uh you know uh, uh the california delta which has been so fantastic as well talk to me about the tell us a little bit about the water situation because a lot of us here in the eastern part of the country when we think of uh you know the western waters we think about the the drought in the years and we've seen pictures from lake mead and it's uh so discouraging to see how how you know not here we have lakes that fluctuate my lake at uh, tim's ford lake fluctuates 18 feet and we think that this is you know ridiculous that it fluctuates that much uh, 18 feet some of the lakes in east tennessee fluctuate even more than that but lake mead I've heard numbers 40, 50 feet, whatever it is, you know, that, that it has uh, gone down, you know, with the droughts, now water coming back in. But what is the overall situation out there now as far as uh, water in these lakes? Well, um, it's probably a, maybe 150 to 200 foot low, but, it's, <laughs> you know, it's, it's such a giant lake. It's still a huge lake. Yeah. Um, but we had a great winter last year, and, and we got some recovery. You know, a lot of the boat ramps had come out of the water the previous year summer mm -hmm. and so uh you know it was looking pretty bad but uh we did get quite a bit of water last winter and so if we can have another good winter in the southwest it would make a big big difference and so um i do know that what happens when the water is low um you know you think of it all bad but but every year that the water's low all of that stuff along the 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 shoreline is growing and mm -hmm. it grows at record speed because it's got you know it's real fertile got good water you know obviously up up alongside of it so it grows that heavy cover and then when it gets flooded again it's it's just got a whole new lake syndrome going on and so it's actually good for these western lakes when they do that um when when lake mead really fills again and it's got a lot of cover in it currently because of that threat rise last year um those lakes get really really good again so it, it's good for the lakes um, hopefully we get a lot more recovery again this winter. Did it affect, I mean, Mead is the one we're always talking about, but were, were all of those waters affected, everything along the Colorado River, all that area? Um, you know, did that all get roughed up pretty good? No, um, you know, a lot of our western lakes are, uh, the upper upper lakes like, say, Lake Powell and Lake Mead, they fluctuate a lot. You know, mm -hmm. same with Roosevelt, my home lake over here on the Salt River chain. It fluctuates the most. Now, the other... The other three lakes below Roosevelt, they stay pretty stable and, you know, they might go six, eight feet low and that's it. But they, they stay real stable. Same with the Colorado River. Lake Mojave, you know, only goes down to like a winter pool of maybe six, seven, eight feet low, if that, and, and Havasu is even less. So um, they don't fluctuate. So it's those upper lakes, you know, the main water storage, mm -hmm. you know, big basins uh, that fluctuate. And, you know, that's just water usage for all of the Southwest, big cities like Phoenix, LA, you know, all, all the Southwestern cities draw water from, from those places. Yeah. Tell us a little bit more about Mojave because uh, that's where the U S open will be. And uh, you know, I've looked at pictures of it. It looks absolutely gorgeous, um, but it looks like it's deep, clear water. Um, you know, I'm not seeing vegetation and things like that. And what I've looked at, uh, but uh, tell us a little bit about what that Lake Mojave is like. Well, it's actually a fantastic lake. Got really big, really big small mouth, and just a lot of solid large mouth. And uh, um, it's a lake that's really come along, gotten a lot better over the last 10, 15 years. Just like Havasu, really got a lot better since the mid 90s. And uh, fishes pretty well. I mean, it takes a heck of a lot of weight to win a, a U.S. Open now. You know, Lake Mead. You know, we had some slim years where it, it doesn't take much to win. Mm -hmm. uh, lake Mahogany different it's gonna it's gonna take in the neighborhood of 60 pounds for three days to win it so it uh it definitely has them and uh it's uh, they're healthy they're healthy it's it's got a lot of uh shoreline cover when the water's up you know flooded 
trees, flooded uh, mesquites, and uh, some some tules. It's got some grass, but it also has some of that uh, artificial habitat, uh, like like Havasu has, to to really help that deep you know fish do well when when the water's out of the bushes and out of the out of the trees. So um, it's it's a pretty good lake, and it, it they grow big there. Yeah. Well, speaking of growing big, they grow big in Clear Lake as well. Um, you know, we've heard the stories and seen the fish that have been taken out of there. And, uh, uh, you know, the elites have been there back in the day as well. And, um, you know, one bass will fish Clear Lake as well over in California, uh, northern California. Um, it's just what, well north of Sacramento and, and uh, San Francisco and in that area, right? Tell me a little bit more about Clear Lake. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. You know, my biggest five fish limit that I've ever weighed in um, came from Clear Lake, and and I got to catch it on day four in front of the TV camera. So mm. it was a it was a special right. special week, and I won the tournament. So that was uh, that's been a few years, but it's it's always cycling, and and you know even on a low year, it takes great weights. You know that are that are that rival anywhere else, and and on special years, it it just crushes everything else you know it's it's falcon lake level it's california uh, it's it's florida when things are are perfect um you know they they really catch them in clear lake and and uh uh, it just it produces them year after year and like i said a week year you're still you know a week year 20 pounds is is still it's always going to take 20 it it might take 40 (laughs) some years but it it's always going to take 20 to have a good bag even on a bad year that is absolutely amazing. Clifford Perch has been our guest. Well, Clifford, I appreciate you uh, bringing us up to speed a little bit on some of the things that are going on out west. I think this is really great, man. This is uh, so tremendous to have these western anglers have an opportunity uh, to have their entree into the Bass Nation Championship through the One Bass Open tournaments. And uh, and then from there, of course, that puts you into the elites, puts you into the EQs uh, with the Opens. was another opportunity to get in. And, of course, the Bassmaster Classic uh, uh, as well. All of that now available to the fishermen from out west in the one bass uh, series clifford purchase been our guest clifford i appreciate you you bet thanks for letting me be on with you tom and, and uh, like i said we'll work on getting the elite series out here next yeah that will be next and remember top three always always come on the show so hopefully we'll be talking again next year uh with one of these elite events coming up all right sounds good all right thank you that is clifford perch the golden ram Good guy. Good guy. Good Phoenix guy right there with Clifford Perch. All right, that's going to do it for today's episode, and uh, hopefully it was as informative for you as it was for me. Uh, Remember, you can always catch the show by going to Bassmaster.com forward slash radio. All the shows are archived there, or just go to Bassmaster.com. Click on the Anglers tab, and you'll see there it says Bassmaster Radio. You click on that, boom, and it'll put you right into the show. So until the next time, keep those lines tight, and that's heavy. I'm Tom Abraham. This has been Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio on the Bassmaster Radio Network.